It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's the press conference podcast. Welcome. I'm Philip. I'm here with my co-host Dave. How you doing, man? It's alright. <laughs> you didn't like that one? I didn't realize it was a Superman podcast, but I didn't realize. That's fine. Oh, well, I thought we were Fast and the Furious. They're going to space. Why not us? Yeah, I guess so. It's going on. Superman's from space. Oh, not much, mate. Um, been pretty just laying low. Not, not like yourself. Um, just kind of keeping things on the on the down low. Just working on getting that incoming list down and and getting the pods out. Yeah, I am absolutely exhausted today. We're recording this on Monday. Uh, this will come out tomorrow, and I'm just absolutely wrecked. Like I've had a really big week, big weekend, a lot of travel, a lot of things happening, and I'm just yeah, I'm exhausted. But keen to get behind the mic. We haven't spoken too much over the weekend, so yeah, it'll be good to catch up and talk about kind of some shit that's been going on. Yeah, absolutely. So, as I said at the just just a couple of seconds ago, I haven't really done a lot. <laughs> listen to some, like I've just I'm in my hip hop era, so I've just been listening to some hip hop tunes, doing some research on that, just doing my underground stuff, and uh, yeah, just really what you, what, spending a lot of time with the family. What have you been liking? Um, so, oh, listeners don't know. So Phil's been kind of helping me out. Uh, with some with some suggestions and we started off with with some mac miller and into some logic very good uh yeah i prefer logic a bit more i'd say i just like the the way he kind of his rhythm works and and like his his content a little bit better i think he's just a bit more traditional or less traditional than Mac. oh sorry he's more traditional than mac miller is i think mac miller yeah. especially his later stuff which is probably a lot more of what I recommended. I think he does get a bit more. Um, I mean, his beats are still obviously quite like hip hop beats, but like they're a bit more jazzy, um, a bit more atmospheric in that kind of feeling, a bit more sad boy rap in a way. Um, yeah. And I feel like Logic's probably a bit more just what you like. I mean, before this, you were really into a lot of nineties rap, MF Doom stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the hip hop that I've grown to like, like although I did start there, it's probably a bit more sad boy stuff. So. Yeah, which is fine. I've also kind of gone in a bit of a, a Fred again deep dive as well, so I'm enjoying that kind so of good. electronic pop side of things. So to kind of uh, helps me focus at work. So things are crazy at work. So I put that on. It helps me kind of just just center a little bit. Are you are you able to put two hard. headphones in when you're at work? Yeah. Oh, it must be nice. Sometimes, if I'm at home, I have it going in the speakers behind me. Yeah. So, um, and I usually just put one headphone in, or have I have like a little Google speaker on my desk that I play it through as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely the kind of person who listens to as erratic music as I can while I work. Um, yeah. I think that just helps calm me a lot. Um, the most, the more erratic and the heavier, like almost the better when I'm working. Oh, I, I can't really yeah. listen to pop music or very vocal heavy, like even pop punk stuff I struggle to listen to when I work. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. me, heavier the better. I used to be that way. And yeah, it's kind of recently in the last few months, I haven't been able to concentrate with that on. Maybe I've gone too far into the erratic yeah. realm. So, uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And then I've just started listening to a bit of J. Cole and I like the, 
2014 album. That's really all I've listened to so far, but that's really cool. The other two that I suggested, like the next one in particular, um, is the reason why I think uh, J. Cole is the best rapper, modern day rapper. I think he's better than Kendrick, and I know that's going to get me on the cross, but I really think that J. Cole is a better rapper. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, maybe I'll just put that on tonight after we record this, but yeah, it's been helping me switch off. Like, I just... I just love listening to, to any like most things now. So and I will I will actually uh, say sorry. I just want to say for the, all the people that are going to blow up my inbox saying that I'm like smoking something serious. All I'm going to say, and then we'll talk about it more. Maybe once you've listened to the next few records, and maybe we can do a little bit of a a chat about who we thinks better. But J Cole and Kendrick both got um, on a Jeezy song, and uh, J Cole absolutely fucking killed it while Kendrick put me to sleep. So. At the end of the day, you put them on the same track. J. Cole does a better job. He's got the crown, in my opinion, but fuck it. I don't care. Get in my DMs. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Word. <laughs> um, obviously, um, yeah, you've been listening to that. I've been a bit busy. Yeah. Um, Back on the Map, Volume 2 was on Saturday here in Sydney. And uh, it was, and I put this on my Instagram story for those that follow me, it was one of the best days I've had in music ever. Or with yeah. music or, yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but every time I go to a hardcore gig, and I don't know about you, it's like, I just, I leave it being like, why isn't hardcore my favorite genre? Why don't I listen to more hardcore on the regular? You know what I mean? Like I listen to, mm-hmm. I listen to quite yeah. a bit of hardcore, but every time I leave a gig, I'm like, that is the best. Not that I don't feel that way when I leave like a punk gig or a pop punk gig or a, or a, or a metalcore gig, um, but just hardcore is just fucking different. I don't know what it is about it. I can't put my I can't put my my words together for it. But it was honestly just such a brilliant day. Um, Beast mode world absolutely killed it with the way it was run. the The lineup was incredibly diverse. Uh, the venue was fantastic at the Metro. Uh, no clashes. Fucking the bands were great. Everything sounded great. No technical issues. The crowd was like tip top. Although a fucking lot of crowd killing. Um, that I hadn't seen in that, in that, in the masses like that in a long time or really ever really. Um, but it was just such a good, just a fucking good moment. It was so like unreal being in the room, um, with all that. And looking back at all my videos, like I can't stop watching them seeing like deaf Chris had got a photo of the speed pit and stage. And I think yeah, that's one of the, that's like, an incredible photo. that's legendary. Like that—that that is the best new age hardcore photo I've seen ever in Australia, especially. So, yeah. yeah, it was fantastic. I'm pretty jealous that they didn't take this on the road because <clears throat> we talk a lot about <laughs> about these a lot of these bands quite a bit, and like between you and me, so there's like Terminal Sleep, Trench Knife, World of Joy, Relentless, Horsepower, Blind Girls, and then obviously Speed, Tsunami, and Scow. For for even like Scow and Tsunami to be behind Speed in the well next to speed I guess on the on the headline is huge for, for Australian hardcore. I think it's it's kind of moving in a big direction. I'm glad this didn't go on the road. I'm glad this stayed in Sydney because I think everyone in Victoria you get enough good shit. So um oh. fuck yes, right? You guys can come to Sydney for once. And they include you international listeners coming from Perth. Come visit me in Sydney, you dogs. Um but anyways, no, I think I'll be honest with you and, and this is coming from someone who's lived in Melbourne my whole life, grew up in the Melbourne, listened to a lot of Melbourne hardcore. 
going to gigs like every other weekend growing up. Hardcore in Sydney is different and better different. Just hardcore. I'm not talking about the scene because the scene in general is probably a bit weak compared to Melbourne. Um, but hardcore, people show up to Sydney hardcore shows so different to Melbourne hardcore shows. Yeah, I noticed that from the photos. It was like mental. Every person there was going hard. Well, if they weren't going hard, it was fine. But I feel like at Melbourne, it's so hit and miss, you know. And I feel like lately there have been a lot of good ones. Like I've seen footage of the drain gig. No pressure down there, like, was really good. Um, I see footage of really good gigs, right? But I just think when it comes to moshing, you know, throw down hardcore, like, Sydney just show up in a different way. And, look, speed's a massive part of that. The way that they kind of... Um, the way that they try to promote the culture of hardcore is just second to none. I've never seen a band do it like that. Um, obviously, they're quite a you know culturally diverse brand as well, a band as well, and, they, and they, they, that appeals to people. And I tell you right now, being at that show on Saturday, I've never seen so many women, people from different backgrounds, um, different ages, age groups. Like there were like real young eighteen year olds, and then there were people who you know were seasoned veterans in the hardcore hardcore scape. Like I'm talking gray hairs, probably pushing 50, you know, at least, right? I'd never seen that kind of eclectic group um, at a hardcore show like that before. And I do think speed has got everything to do with it. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, remember listening to uh, Jesse Barnett talk about his favorite bands at the moment and speed was the first one he brought up. And he talks about Sound and Fury when they basically like announce themselves to the world as this band and we're playing like mid-afternoon yeah. Sound and Fury and absolutely killed it and turned heads like of some of the most seasoned bands out there. So, Well, I mean, they're selling I'm shows all around the world. Every band that like wants to see speed, no pressure, like yeah. was like that. I've never seen Parker Cannon blow smoke up a band like he did speed and AWOL when he came to, when they came yeah. to Australia. Um, you know, Scale and Tsunami, the way they spoke about these bands was just unreal. Uh, even on Twitter, like after the fact, like it's just they're, they're doing so much for Australian and, and Sydney hardcore. And I think like even on the show, they're, they're telling people, go start a band, go fucking do this, go do that, do whatever the fuck you want. Like the scene's only going to grow if like we, the consumer of their music, the the, the fans, right, get do it as well. And I think that yeah. they just want the whole scene to thrive and it's just incredible. And yeah, I think Saturday was just a really... Like, you took a step back and it was like, wow, that was just amazing. Um, yeah, it was great. Great day. Like, every band just got mm-hmm. better and better. And I saw some bands I've been wanting to see for a hot minute. So, yeah, it was just incredible. And you think about Speed. They've got 10 songs. Well, they played for 40 minutes and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all their songs. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like, for a band to be as big as they are and have, like, 10 songs like yeah to an ep and a demo and a flexi or something out yeah it's crazy to think that they're just like their next album is going to be huge or if if they're going to do an album or an ep or something that's that's going to move the needle in a big way yeah i think they'll they'll keep getting bigger i mean they're just so talented as well i mean i know i think i can't remember where it was maybe it was that jesse barnett pot or or something that they were saying that Although these band, this band's really fresh and up and coming, but they've all been doing music for a long time. Yeah. And I think 
they they fucking hand each other instruments on stage. Different people are singing in different songs. Like they just fucking are just a really talented group of people. And uh, yeah, that's why they're so tight. And I'll tell you what, like that's my, I've seen them a few times now and that was still, I feel like they just get better every time in regards to how tight they are. They're just so fucking yeah. good. Yeah. Also to play with like 50 people on stage as well. Like it's never empty. Man, I'm telling you right it's now, surely it sounds so. crap standing behind the speakers, right? It can't sound good. I don't know. Don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> um, yeah. But man, the crowd participation on the weekend too was just nuts. Um, yeah. I saw, I only saw one person with like either a broken nose or shattered teeth. I couldn't tell, but there was a lot of fucking blood under his hands. Um, yeah. and that was really the only bad thing I saw. And there was a lot of fucking like, there were heads getting, daishas going out everywhere, man. Heads, people getting punched yeah. from the stage, like kicked in the face. At one point I saw, um, a guy carry Elijah, um, who, who, one of the mates up here, um, like using him as a battering ram going through the crowd. Like it was, I just never seen anything like it. Um, and you know, I showed some friends at work and family sort of my stories and they were like, that looks stupid, but something about it. Just like, I love. Yeah. It's a little bit stupid. It's a bit you stupid. Think about it. I, you don't think about it in the moment. It's just like, that's what the music does. I love it. I, I did. I did come out of my retirement for maybe a good two minutes, two minutes, 30, not even a full tsunami song. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was like, "No, nah, that that is, I'm, I'm not, I'm not up to scratch for this." It was just hectic. So, all right. So there's some a few bands. Yeah. Give me a fast five from the weekend. Fast five. Oh, fuck, I didn't actually prep this. I think the best bands of the weekend I saw were Terminal Sleep for me. Second time seeing them. Um, first time since their new EP came out, and they were just like incredible. They played on the main stage in the Metro Theater. Um, I don't know the lead singer's name, but she was so just commanding of this crowd. She looked so like, just, it was incredible. It was just like, I'd never seen a performance like it. They were so good live as well. Um, I know they've got a few members from different bands as well. So they're probably well seasoned, but fuck you. Like they could have played, they played at 440. They could have played up there with Tsunami and Scout, to be honest. Like they were that good. Um, Trench Knife. Probably had the second craziest mosh of the day. Um, not that I, I, I judge a band on how crazy their mosh is, but they sounded so good. Their songs were just so heavy and everyone just lost their fucking minds. Like, and it was, they played on the small stage, but it was just one of the craziest sets of the day. I really enjoyed them. Um, friend of the pod, Big Papa Dewey, got a few features, <laughs> absolutely living his best life up on stage, which was cool to see. So always good seeing the homies get involved. Uh, third for me would probably be Blind Girls, a band that you know you you brought you got you brought across to me a while ago um, when mm-hmm. you picked up some records. I remember that, and they're they're probably more of a screamo band, so probably one of the more they were just probably the most they probably stood alone on the set on the on the lineup to be honest. But they were just so good. I haven't seen a screamo band like that in a hot minute. At all, maybe not in a while, but yeah, they were just really tight, really just great performance. Can't wait to see them again. Again, she, her vocals live were just incredible. And I think that's the thing with Screamo bands is sometimes they don't translate well live because I get it'd be hard, like all using all that energy and performing the vocals in such a manner, but she was just unreal. So there was that. So it's my top three. And then my last two, fuck, 
It's hard. I think I've got to give Speed uh, the chocolates there. But also, I want to shout out Relentless. Now, that had um, a few boys from Speed um, playing it, and they, they were a hardcore band from about 20, 15, 15 years ago, maybe. What's the 10 years of their album? 10 years of the What's album, yeah. And um, yep. fuck me, they were good. They were so tight. And I think, yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this later when we get to our Fast Five. Um, but just old heads in hardcore, like people on stage that no disrespect to young people, right? Like, cause oh, fuck bands have got to come through, but just people that have been around a hot minute, you can just tell with like, they just look a little bit older. They've just got that kind of staunch that we don't, you don't get as much with new age and these younger kids. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm thinking like Carpathian, um, fucking confession, kind of that just like staunch kind of <laughs> attitude. Power stance. Power stance. You see the power stance. Yeah. yeah. The vocal Young kids don't have it. No, nah, they don't have it like they used to. And, and this guy came out, lead singer, <laughs> and it was just fucking impressive. Um, and just one thing I love about like hardcore, right, is just the community of it. And this guy like spoke perfectly about that, about, you know, all the shit that we do, that we talk about on social media, how can we actually you know, demonstrate that and act on that in the real world, you know, and th- it was just like, fuck, it was just incredible. And yeah, got to go them. Not to mention though, I know I didn't shout out Scale and Tsunami, the two internationals. They were incredible. Don't get me wrong. And Tsunami had the craziest pit of the day. Um, but I think it's just awesome seeing like local bands and then bands from Australia just do well. And I just want to like showcase that as best I can. Yeah. So fucking great, nice. great, great, great day. And like I said, with good friends, yeah, it was just great. Nice. And then I got home awesome. and then caught a plane on Sunday and went to go see the Harry Potter play, <laughs> which absolutely yeah, fucking emotionally destroyed me. But um, yeah, it was good. And then back then, flew, literally flew in this morning straight to the office and now I'm here. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, so you've got some gigs coming up as well. Like I, as we spoke about last time, nothing... Oh, some stuff popped up, but it's later in the year for me. Yeah. But um, yeah, I haven't really got anything coming up. Well, I mean, it's been a, it's been a bit of a crazy one. Like, I feel like things just always happen to come really quickly. Um, yeah. So I've got end on Saturday, which I think we spoke about last week, and Trench Knife are playing there again. So I'm super stoked for that. Uh, then on Sunday, Clay J Gladstone are putting on a free gig at the Burdekin. I don't know. Okay. I think I've seen a few free gigs pop up there, but. Um, I might go down and see them. Haven't seen them in a hot minute. And, and like, I absolutely love seeing them live. So we'll do that. And then down in Melbourne in about a month's time for uh, Vermont, um, they're playing a headline show supported by Colorblind, Saving Face, and Lakeview. That is going to be an absolute yeah. killer gig. Cannot wait. Um, there may be another show down there um, if there's something on. Yeah, nice. That's, uh, yeah, so I'm away for a couple of weeks there, so I won't be able to make that Vermont show, but uh, kind of kicking myself because there's some good good bands on the line up there. Absolutely. I mean, you should go. I know Trophy Eyes are playing on that Saturday. Uh, you should definitely yeah. try and get to that. I should try. I don't, I don't, I don't we'll think see. you'll regret it. Yeah, my flight gets in at 2, so <sighs> means I'll probably get home at like 4.35, get back in the car to go back up, so... We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Get Lauren to drop you off on the way. (laughs) Yeah, then walk home. Yeah, absolutely. Catch a train. (laughs) Where is it at? The Corner Hotel, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, okay. Actually, let me look right now for you. I think it's at the Corner Hotel. 
Yeah. Well, last time I caught a train from Richmond, it was three trains, two buses, and an Uber to get home. You know what is better than that? You know what's worse than that? Not seeing them at all. Yeah. I haven't seen them for a long, long time, so... Actually, no, they're playing in Northcote. Yeah, that's a long way for you. <laughs> yeah. Or the Northcote Social Club? Northcote Theatre. Or the... Oh, a big yeah. boy band now, Dave. Okay. I wonder what the first show is going to be to sell out. I think it might be Sydney. Who knows? Yeah, but um, that'll be a good one. Um, yeah. But speaking of gigs, hey, how much good shit's been announced since we've last recorded? Bang. I don't, I don't know if I said it to you or in the group chat. I was just like, <laughs> represses, gigs can just stop. Just It's absolutely manic at the moment. I think I've written down four that we might just touch on, but there probably yeah. might be more, but like no bigger than these, I don't think. I don't think so either. So at the top, like Polaris, August Burns Red, Kublai Khan and Currents, at Margaret or Margaret Court in Melbourne. Horton, Horton Pavilion up here in Sydney. Big venues. Polaris headlining that. Like, that's epic. That is oh. awesome. Uh, that's like... I can't believe that gig, like, man. Yeah. We used to go to, like, Taste of Chaos at Margaret Court, and that was like... Well, Polaris, last time I saw them was at the Forum, yeah. which is probably equivalent to maybe the Metro Theatre here. I'm not sure. Maybe the Edmore. I'm not sure. But, like... The day before COVID hit. Well, before COVID hit. Yeah, like that week... Week or two before. That day. Yeah, yeah. That was the last gig. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, the forum. Like, that's just crazy now that they're headlining, you know, big venues like that. It's like mini stadiums, really. Um, it's just yeah. awesome. And I hope they sell them all out. I doubt it, but let's hope. It's really interesting because, like, I don't know how big the August Burns Red following is, but they've got what they're... The supports are huge. Yeah, I would have liked to maybe see like a like an Australian band on there as well. I'm sure there'll be local bands announced, maybe one or two. Yeah, I don't know who. Maybe not anyone actually. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's similar yeah. to when Alpha Wolf brought out the Metalcore Snitches tour, right? Like there was no Aussie bands on there. Yeah. Um, which was fine. There's probably no. I guess the Americans have to come over too. I mean, who would you have but... that would support Polaris at this point? Like, you've got Northlane, who'd probably think that they're probably no. just a step up. Um, make Them Suffer. I don't know, like, those kind of bands. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's there's probably a couple. Like, you could put, like, a Starve on there or something like that. Oh, yeah. Starve or... That'd be a bit. Yeah. Just a similar sound. Maybe someone different. Get like, the Allura boys on that show. On that list. Yeah, Allura. Blind Girls, stuff like that. Yeah. Just a little bit of difference. Fuck, talking about Blind Girls, actually, and I can't believe we've we've been recording this for 20 minutes and we haven't spoken about the last pod and the reception we got from that. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> the Jeremy pod. Like, how good was that? Oh, it was incredible. Thanks again, Jeremy. You're probably not listening because you're on tour right now. but Yeah, because he's on tour. Like, That's it, why he's not listening, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think of that. Anyway. Um... The reason I said that was because he talked about Blind Girls being a band that he's got his eye on. So I'm almost certain that when they come out, Blind Girls will be doing the shows with them. And I can't fucking wait. Yeah. I'm, I've got my eye on them. I don't think they've played anything close, close by, but yeah. Um, every time something pops up and he asks 
for input. I'm like, when are you come to Australia? So it must be that annoying guy that's like, come to Brazil. Chrissy Old but, stuff. Um, yeah, Chrissy <laughs> Old stuff. Um, yeah. Old stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's fine. I think, yeah, that was awesome. But um, yeah, Blind Girls, yeah. one to watch. And if, you, if that was your entry point, thanks for hanging around for the next one. And um, we've seen some some lift, some downloads in some previous episodes as well. So It's always, it's always for... crazy seeing the people go back and listen to the old stuff. I kind of don't want them to in a way because I think our new stuff is just so much better. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, you got to start somewhere. And I think a lot of people like to see, the di- like to hear the difference, not see the difference. But, um yeah, it was just in, it's, I'm still flabbergasted mm, that, absolutely. that it happened. So then what, what's the next gig you want to talk about? I think I'll go two down the list because I know the, the other two are probably more up your alley, but Spanish love mm-hmm. songs are finally coming to Australia. Um, yeah. I only got into them on their last record and really on the back of our friend uh, Cody, um, who's an absolute legend. I love you, mate. Um, and, and our mate, Sean, who I know were really big on them when that album, their last album came out, Brave Faces, please. Fuck, I can't remember the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, oh, yeah, that's when I found them, and I thought they were just fantastic. They're, they're finally coming. Their new songs are so good. I'm a bit bummed they're only playing The Boat Show <laughs> in um, in Sydney. I know they did this. Is that a new thing? Well, they did it with Tiny Moving Parts. I think the, the company that's bringing them out, who seem to be touring a lot of these Midwest emo bands, I think they also yeah. tried to bring out Hot Mulligan, just when COVID hit. Um, And I think just, I don't know what it is, but I mean, it's pretty cool. I'm sure bands enjoy being in the Sydney Harbour playing a gig. Like that's pretty epic. Um, But what they did with Tiny Moving Parts is they did announce like a a normal show like the day after. So hopefully that happens, but I'll I'll get a ticket to that um, and go see them. I cannot wait. Yeah, they're kind of a band I haven't really gravitated to just yet just kind of started listening to Hot Mulligan. Oof. So that last album was pretty decent. So you go back to um, You'll Be Fine. It's the best one they got. Yeah. I'm telling you. Fucking sure real album. Um, but yeah, like, it's pretty exciting. A lot of people love them. Lots of people talking about them. Lots of records floating around and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's um, exciting to see because they're not... I don't think they're super huge, but there's bigger bands that aren't, haven't come to Australia yet. Oh, there's heaps um, of bands. Yeah. It's just all about the promoters yeah. that want to... I mean, you heard us talk to... Jer- like, you were there, actually. We spoke to Jeremy, and yeah. it's all about the... Who wants to bring them out? And yeah, all these, like, niche bands, like... Fuck, it's it's cooked. I, I don't understand how, how... Yeah, it's fine. I don't want to get on that rant, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, no, because... Um, well, the next one... Like Fiddlehead is, I think, one of those bands that you think is in that niche. Oh, well, they're a bit of a mini super group, hey? I think they've got a pretty big following, yeah. but people just don't talk about it. Yeah, that's true. But Fiddlehead were the next ones to, to announce yeah. an Australian tour doing three shows, I guess you could call that. Well, they're coming. Yeah. So I'm just like cost of living, cost of gig tickets is just not helping me right at the moment but i'm super keen if i can get to that show i'll be absolutely stoked yeah uh because they're 
Like, I, I can see their live show being absolutely incredible. I think they've had a couple of lineup changes from what I can tell. Oh, but, really? um, yeah, but because like, they're like that, the super group, so they have other commitments and stuff going on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's going to be so fun to, to be able to get there, hopefully. Yeah, absolutely. And the next one is Drug Church, which has that been properly announced yet? Only two shows on the tour poster. Yeah, it's been announced, but they're only playing Sydney and Melbourne, which I feel is really odd. So maybe there's something else yeah. coming. I'm not sure. There's an interesting that uh, I've listened to like some other some podcasts and stuff about, and they talk about Drug Church on there, and they're like this band that just like another band we'll talk about later, and they just do whatever they want. And I love it. Like music wise, like they'll just they just play whatever they want, and you could like that's why they've got a a, a really good following because they just don't care what people think. They just put out what they want, yeah, and you can feel it. Yeah, it's it's so good to see. So hopefully, I can get to three of those four shows. Um, well, you probably won't get the Spanish love songs, hey? No. I don't think so. It's probably on a Thursday anyway. <laughs> Fucking sucked in. No, I think I'll try and get to all of them. Um, I think Fiddlehead, I respect them like so much. Like Their music's really uh, well-written. I think that yeah. they sound great, so I'd love to see them. Drug Church, I'll definitely try and get to. Love Songs, definitely. And Polaris. I mean, the only problem is with all these shows, they're clashing with stuff I've got on. Yeah. So I know I was meant to come down. It's hard to make plans. Well, it's hard to make plans, yeah. I mean, I was meant to come to Melbourne. We were going to go to the footy. See the Lions uh, smash uh, the Magpies um, on their home turf. You wish. And um, but that was the same weekend as La Dispute, and I was trying to figure out how that worked, and it kind of worked. And then all these shows get announced that week, and it's like fuck, something's got to give. Yeah. So we'll miss the footy, but uh, I'm sure we'll see each other in the grand final this year because um, every other team's garbage except for us. So um, mm, hope you get knocked out by the power. That would be very nice for me. I'd probably cut, drive to your house and murder you if, if, <laughs> if you do that. And if the police are listening, he fucking, he fucking egged me on. <laughs> that fucking dog over there. Fucking cut through the screen and beat you up. <laughs> I can't wait to wear the prison bars. If you go, if you go for Port Adelaide and listen to the pod, just stop listening right now. <laughs> fucking <laughs> disgust me. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, there's. It's hard to make plans. It's hard to to kind of figure out where you're going to be because you make plans, you miss out on stuff. Well, so. you know what is good to make plans with? Good Things Festival 2023, and we've already made those plans. Yes. Yeah. I guess the last thing well, to wait. For. Most of us. <laughs> oh, those international <laughs> listeners, man, they're going to get you every time. Um, um, date's been locked, but the lineup. I feel like last year the lineup came out in within the next two weeks, right? I have no idea. I'd, I feel like any day now we're going to get the time. whole announcement coming Thursday or announcement coming next Tuesday or something like that. I feel like we're going to get um, to get that. And I've seen on socials there's a lot of convo going on about it at the moment. Um, I'm surprised with how many people are commenting that they want to see bands like this isn't a boomer festival. This isn't download. This is a bit more of a contemporary <laughs> metalcore, pop punky like festival, in my opinion. Cancel me for that. I don't give a fuck. Um, but yeah, a lot of people wanted to see like boomer bands on this lineup, and maybe a handful. But just relax, everyone. Just relax. Yeah, it's not not first two point Not not first. It's not. Anything it's not like download. That. It's good things. Yeah. 
well, in saying that, there was a fair, there was a, a chunk of the evening well, that was in the middle. Yeah, I, I, I get there's a few. Three, good I, I get um, it. Yeah, but that's not what we want. You know what we want? We want Alira to headline good things. Wouldn't that be great? No, what we really want. I mean, I don't know. What do you want? Let's talk about it. I think that's what, we, that's what we're that's what we trying to do here, is to talk about uh, yeah. what bands we want to see and what bands we think are probable. If you, for you to give me a band that you really want to see, a band you think we'll see, and a band you don't want to see, what do you got for me? Yeah. I'll put you on the spot here. All right. I don't want to see Lamb of God. Oh, really? Yeah, no. Nah. All right. Seen them. They were good 20 years ago. Cocked 15 it. years ago, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They've hit. They hit their apex. Um, band I expect to see. Oh, you have put me on the spot here. I'm just trying to think of who we had last year. And that that have bought something. Who do you want? Not want to see live? <laughs> okay. Who do I don't want to see live? Yeah. Uh, I don't want to see Limp Biscuit. Okay. Um, another, another, no, no reason except for, um, I just don't want to see them and I think they'd be expensive and I think we can get another band that's a lot better or just as good. So yeah, no, I've seen them. All right. What's, so a, good. what's a band you expect to see? I've seen them too. I think they're great live, but I don't, I don't really yeah. want to borrow it. I'm going to go with one that we've kind of been talking about all year, but I expect to see uh, neck deep. I don't expect to see it, but it would be nice to see. A oh, band I expect to yeah. see will be Dance Gavin Dance. They've been teasing uh, Aussie dates for a long time, and I feel like teasing you say, huh? Teasing you say? What do you mean teasing? Well, it doesn't sound good with the bands. <laughs> you got to work on your comedy, Dave. Jesus, um, fuck. Oh, that good. Uh, anyways, you've thrown me off. Dance Gavin Dance. Um, I think Dance Gavin Dance. They've been teasing some stuff. Well, they've, they've put like the flag in there like, this year we're going to tour these countries and a bunch of flags and all that shit on Twitter. Uh, okay. They haven't come yet. Last time they came here was for good things. I feel like they just might come around. I think that's kind of, yeah. Yeah. Do good things have that rule where you've played once, you don't get to play nah. again or the next year? I don't so think so, but this was like years ago. Pre-COVID they okay. played, so it would have been like quite a while ago. Um, and I guess a band that you want to see. I want to see Bane play good things. <laughs> Bane. <laughs> We're just talking about this not being a boomer fest, Dave, and you hit me with that. <laughs> Mate, I haven't, remember, I've, uh, I haven't seen much of the, the conjecture around good things. So, um, yeah, they've recently come back, try to change it to like, I don't know, Misery Signals. They're still touring. Mm-hmm. Not boomers. I mean, it would be good to see Bane, but I would. I really want to see Fallout Boy. It was originally Paramore, and I think Paramore would have suited this lineup better, just with the fact that I think that... I don't know, I just feel like Paramore would have been a good fit, but obviously I think a lot of rumours coming out at the moment that they're going to be touring in November. There's rumours they're going to play another fest in Adelaide, which is a bit separate to this. I think that's kind of, you could write that off, but it would be cool to see Fallout Boy. And I think like another one of the big dogs would be nice. So yeah. They'd headline, yeah? I think that they're, I think they headline for sure. You don't think? 
I, I'm just thinking about it. I don't know who else has kind of head like who else is headline material that is kind of in that realm. Well, I'm trying anyway. to think. Like, I feel like they're they're that big, right? Oh yeah, I agree. They they could sell out like that Polaris show twice. They because I'm looking at like previous. Like I'm, Park or something I'm like looking that. at previous good things and like a day to remember headlined with Parkway Drive in 2019. I feel like Fallout Boy are just as big as those two bands. Maybe a bit in a totally different fan base. Before that, it was the Offspring and Stone Sour. Like I, I feel like that's pretty that's pretty mid. <laughs> and then last year, Bring the Horizon, obviously Big Dogs. That's a great headliner. Um, yeah, Deftones are pretty well liked in the scene as well. I think Fallout Boy would be. I don't know. Yeah, but I think that they have a lot of. There's no. Oh, there's a lot of crossover with like the general public with Fallout Boy, Fine. which isn't a bad thing, but they'll sell tickets and then people turn up. Maybe like, maybe I've lost touch with the common man, Dave, because I'm looking at the 2018 lineup and it was pretty Boomerfest. We had Offspring, yeah. Stone Sour, Dropkick Murphys, Bullet for My Valentine, Smith Street Band. Maybe it's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you. But I will say that lineup was sick. They also had Large Dispute play. Um, all time cancelled played the used Mayday Parade the Wonder Years that that's nice that's that's really good stuff. Was twenty eighteen the last one? No, it was last year was the last one. I mean the, the last one before COVID. No, I think twenty nineteen was, and that was right before I went to America. And that was Parkway Day to Remember, Violent Soho, Simple yeah. Plan, Bad Religion, Trivium, bit boomer there. Uh, but then like Simple Creatures played, which was like really fun. I remember that. Uh, Coheed, Shikari, Falling in Reverse, Dance Gavin Dance, like, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a mix there. Anyways, I'm fucking excited to see what it comes, and especially that week. I know we're going to road trip down, maybe get a tattoo yep. or two. Am I right? Yeah, boy. Um, eat some wings. What are we going to do? What was the other thing we are going to do? Eat some wings. Drive to pick Webby up. Oh, yeah, go to that camera drink, get some poutine. Some nice poutine with some curdled cheese. I thought you said poutine, man. So Dave, fucking, we're talking about a boomer pod, and you hit me with that shit. Fucking hell! <laughs> just, anyway, just jump to the intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm keen as to see see what's coming. Let's, yeah, I don't, I don't really care who's playing. To be honest, as long as I like like five or six bands, I think it's going to be worth it. And we're going to have a good crew. It's going to be a good day. Um, I can't wait to... Yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll update our opinions on the lineup as it happens. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's a, I kind of enjoy looking at what people think and, like, laughing about it, but I don't like thinking about who, who I want on a lineup. <laughs> I like... I don't know. I just kind of space out when that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What's next on the agenda, Dave? Well, latest pickups. What do you got? How's the Emporium going? Sold plenty of records. Um, thank you to everyone yeah, who's picked have. up some stuff. Going to be putting up another, my last wave of, of selling some things soon, some real heaters in that one. Uh, Fourth wave or fifth wave? Um, this will be the third wave. Third wave. Um, Going to have some test presses in there. There's some field records. Ooh. We'll see. Um, yeah, 
so I'll probably post that throughout the week um, if anyone's on the socials and wants to pick up anything. I've actually finally set up my Discogs to, to sell on Discogs, so you can find me there at philip.cornia. <laughs> Shameless plug. Nice, yeah. Um, but no, have you picked up anything lately? Um, I have had one package come in, and uh, that had a few things that were, were at your place, as well as a... A huge surprise. Are you talking because you're trying uh, to store to while you open your discogs? Yes. <laughs> How did you not prep this earlier, Dave? You tell me to put your oh, on the spot. I, no, I had it open. It just closed. Anyway, uh, so I had a box come in. Uh, it had uh, State Fault Resonate slash Desperate. Mm-hmm. Resonate Desperate. Um, yeah, 2013, like another Screamo band. That's a really good album. Yeah. Really cool, like dark blues, like yellow split. Yeah. And also had the initiate uh, before long cassette. Yep. That you picked up for me, thank you. And the initiate lavender EP. So if you haven't, t- if you can't tell, <laughs> I'm on a big initiate kick after their recent album came out, which is still right up there for me mm-hmm. for for this year's releases. And so the first surprise was AD by Angel Dust. Oh, that's um, right. I remember you picked that up in a in a in a bundle late one Friday night, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and I was not expecting it, so thank you. Yeah, especially because I, I could tell you asked me about it, like, "Oh, did you pick up Angel Dust?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did." <laughs> and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, okay. I've got it." <laughs> yeah, and that's fine. And like, I was just like, "Oh, cool!" And like, like right place, right time, kind of thing, because I know you kind of. Kind of got on on board with them. Look, I, to be honest, I've only ever listened to the um, the truck songs or Yak, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, and I, I think that record's perfect. I haven't listened to anything else, and I know I'd probably like it, but I can just stream this it. This is a bit more punky. I don't know if this would actually suit you. We'll see. I'll, I'll give it a listen one day, but um, it wasn't something I needed, and I thought, um, yeah, I know it was your birthday the other week, so yeah, yeah. Thank you. And um, the last one was the Bloom Past Tense test. Let's go. Which absolutely floored me. Um, you kept telling me it, something huge, and, and I didn't even think that um, that you that there was another. Or there was a copy up for grabs, and then you guys must have got it in the the summit sale or something like that. So. Yeah, um, I got some help from from Nick. Um, he's an absolute legend. I know I raced you, mate, but um, no, I do love you. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was driving down to actually watch Bloom play in, in Wollongong, and when that sale was happening, and yeah, I was like, "Fuck, I don't think I can miss that opportunity." I was hoping you'd just pull your finger out and mm-hmm. go for it. <laughs> um, no, it was tight, that super tight. Yeah, actually. and then because I actually did get you something else originally, which I'm just going to keep for myself now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year if we're, if that's we're lucky um, that's right I might keep yours nah, I thought you were going to send it I was then then this turned up so I have to lift my game a little bit no you don't don't be silly um, no and that came up and I knew that like we both, both owned in passing and I thought it'd be cool if we both mm-hmm. also owned um, past tense as well so yeah I just it was kind of no brainer had to do it um, how often well, that won't get, that won't go up for sale. I know the people who own the other two, and yeah. they they won't sell. No, 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 no. I don't reckon. So, yeah, yeah. I think the only other way I was going to get one is if I died. I, I, 
<laughs> or um, Jamie um, Jamie Archer offered me like seven hundred and a past tense test with for the impassing test, so I'd have to give up the impassing one. Well, let's just be grateful that we uh, do. We have the full VC now. Do you have the full VC? Yes, sir. We both got the full Bloom VC with tests for now until they release their new music and hopefully a bunch of variants and our broke ass will be back at the bottom. Yeah. That's fine. I'm super keen to hear what they've got coming. So it's good. Yeah. Very good. I was hoping for like a single or something, but um, time will tell. Mm. Uh, So what I've got, I don't have as much as I have in the past. So at the show on Saturday, I mentioned Relentless earlier. I did pick up their second press of Turn the Curse, which is like this green and purple like smash, but it's, it looks kind of mm, galaxy-like, uh, which was a really awesome pickup, and that sounds fantastic. And then a few weeks ago, uh, a few album of the year contenders for me, I picked up, or well, I finally got Secret Life by Fred again and Brian Eno. Um, got that. As soon as Fred plugged it on Instagram, I ordered it. It was from the UK. Um, it was one of those deliveries where you don't expect it to come because you don't get an update and then it's just there. So that was really cool. And then I managed to snag the Raw Dog and Reality Test Press by Fever Shack through Stiff Cut. So, yeah, really keen for that Sweet. album. I think that'll be my first hallucination that I copped. So I'm absolutely yep. hanging for that to come. Um, I think I might have a hallucination arrive tomorrow. Oh, of that Of that record? Nah, some heard trouble. Ah, that's right. You did get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, talking about stiff cut test presses, I did nab one today. So, watch this space. You nabbed one today. I did nab one today. Oh, very nice. Um, but I'm really excited for this one, so I'm going to keep it tight-lipped until I have it in my hand. Oh, I think I might know what it is, but we'll just move on. Big to- spice. It's uh, Kiss Chasey. Um, their yeah. next album. <laughs> Um, Anyways, should we move on to the last segment? Play the intro, Dave. What are you smiling about? Dude, I almost had you. (laughs) You almost had me? You never had me. You never had your car. I love that intro. I can't get enough of it every time I hear it. (laughs) Wait till I jazz it up a little bit. I don't want you to do no AI bullshit on that day. Um, you thought you had your car. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody likes a children here. <laughs> um, anyway, so today, Dave is um, so kindly and um, he's given me a headache and I'm sure himself a headache as well here, which is um, just normal, normal agenda stuff with Dave. <laughs> he's given us the uh, our current, so current as in still releasing music actively, um, yep. favorite hardcore bands. On the back of back, back on the map, volume two, I think Dave was like, yeah, let's do that. We're talking about hardcore. And then we're like, fuck, <laughs> this, yeah. this is, could go so many different ways in the subgenres. So, Absolutely. And just, just for reference, we spoke about this at like three o'clock this Whoa, afternoon. Oh, Dave, we are a um, professional outfit, all right? We did, we planned this weeks in advance. <laughs> All right, well, I didn't plan it. So when I suggested it, I was like, yeah, this will be easy. Um, yeah, there's a, there's, a, there's, a lot of, uh, there's a lot of leeway, a lot of crossover. So 
I'm going to hit off with my fast five. Well, firstly, what, how did you approach? Actually, yeah, you go first. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want to go into the approach first? No, nah, just fuck it. Go. <laughs> All right. All right. So, at five, I have magnitude. Thought I saw that coming. Four, fever shack. Fever shack. Three, initiate. Mm-hmm. Two, exide. And one, incendiary. Interesting. I, th- I thought you didn't have any melodic hardcore bands in there. Okay. Who's melodic? I'd say... Um, Initiate, probably. Initiate, yeah. Yeah. Vocal delivery. Is I'd say they're even a little bit like Screamo. Yeah. Well... No, I'm not judging you. I'm okay. saying because I know... Look, I'm, I've got a few bands here that I'm like, is that a, is that rap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Hit me with yours and we'll go through our approach quickly. Number five, I had to hit us with the uh, gang called Speed. I think just everything I said before, they've got to be up there. Uh, number four, Fox Lake. Oh, okay. If you know, you know. Uh, number yep. three, Terminal Sleep. Okay. Number two, Incendiary. Yep. And number one, Knocked Loose. Knocked Loose? Knocked Loose. I didn't know this was a metalcore fast forward. No way. That's definitely, I think that's hardcore. Okay. And this is this is the hard thing, right? Because like I was looking yeah. at other bands I had on my list, and I had Fever Shack as a special mention. I had Inclination there. I had uh, X Weapon X. I also had um, Turnstile and Cherish. Yeah. You know, but then I also had bands like One Step Closer. I nearly put in. I had Regulate. I nearly put in. I had no like No Pressure, Koyo, like all these bands that it was like fuck. This genre is so. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, so like you pretty much nailed it. So like my my extended list was Cherish, No Pressure, Inclination, Drain, Mind Force, Envision, One Step Closer. Nice. But a lot of that stuff is a little bit more melodic, a little bit more ambient. Inclination is very like pretty much metal, metalcore, hardcore, metal. Well, it's hard because I know Knock Loose has definitely got, but I think in the, and the more and more I listen to hardcore and the more and more I talk to our friend Chuck, who obviously knows a lot about this stuff, watching a lot of TikToks yeah. and like YouTube channels talking about the, the genre and especially Knock Loose because I feel like a, not everyone's on Knock Loose at the moment after Coachella. And I just feel that they've got the undertones of a hardcore band. Maybe some of their stuff's a bit more metallic hardcore. And we talk a bit about that. Um, with bands like Kublai Khan, you know, Sanction, things like that, that might fall into that realm of, of, of hardcore. Metalcore. Well, it's, I don't know. How many, how many other hardcore bands bark? Um, you put Architects on the list too? What the fuck is wrong with you? What? No, you tell me Knock Loose isn't hardcore. You put a Screamo melodic hardcore band on the list. What are you talking about, Dave? The fuck out of here. It's closer. Bitch ass. Man, I'll come through that screen and give you a smack, you Port Adelaide loving douche canoe. <laughs> um, Tell me what you really think. Um, no, <laughs> that was hard because, was hard. like, you could go. Like, I even left Turnstile off my shortlist because I think everyone knows about Turnstile. So it's also about kind of bringing some of these bands some, some new listeners. So. But I also think that Turnstile were hardcore. I don't know if they're 100% hardcore now. 
Yeah, who are we to judge? I'm not judging. We are the gatekeepers. Just... <laughs> Get the gavel. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's Fast Five number two. I really want to implore everybody here. I mean, everyone probably knows a lot of these bands, but Fox Lake, another one, a band that Cody, who we've spoken about twice in this pod now, and I just want to yeah. shout him out. He's been super helpful to me over the last like month. Um, but he got me on that band, and they are like... One of my favorite bands at the moment. I just want them to do physicals, come to Australia. Fucking just, I need to see them. And I feel like they, they're just so great. They're in their own little niche as well. So um, very unique. And he's super passionate about them and super passionate about music. So when he brings a, forward a suggestion, yeah, I think everyone actually listens to it because he, like, he's got taste. And we all know that he knows yeah. he means business. Absolutely. Well, that was a fun fast five. Yep. Fast. Too fast, two step. Ka-chow. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, fuck, are we wrapping up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening so far. <laughs> it's a bit of a slog. Hardcore Fest, uh, the press conference edition. Um, oh, did, we just, did you just agree yeah. on the name on behalf of the two of us? Yeah. 100%. Hardcore Fest. What was the last bit? <laughs> press con edition. Hardcore fest press con edition. That is that is hardcore yeah. as fuck. <laughs> so uh, please, as usual, please don't forget to uh, follow and subscribe, leave reviews on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Helps the show a lot. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at press.con.pod on both platforms. Whoa. We also launched the... Uh, I thought that was my bit. <laughs> okay, you can do that. There you go, Dave. Okay, you can. Uh, we also launched the Press Conference Society on Facebook. So we're trying to get a bit more talk in there. We might even put out some Fast Five suggestions or like take I'm some. I'm not going to lie. So, you know what we got this week? I got recommended um, to make people top fans of our society group. Oh, and, you know, nice. it wasn't just me and you. So <laughs> um, I think I'm the top contributor or something like that. So. They're, they're, yeah, go and join it. There's some, some fun shit going on there and uh, some really fun things planned over the next few months. Yeah. And as always, we love the feedback and conversation. So you can find us there. You can find us on Instagram. Hit us up wherever. Yep. Just let us know what you think. Let us know how good or bad it is. And, yeah, just... Yeah, keep talking to us. Spider-Man on top. Catch you later.